Father, you receive all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. My heart is fixed. My heart is right. My mind is renewed. My mind is on you. I have the mind of Christ. This helmet keeps my mind on you of salvation. This breastplate is of righteousness. I've been made right, not by my physical work, but what you have done, and I benefit from it spiritually. Gird it with truth. Gird it with truth. My belly is full because it's girded. I am overflowing because it's girded. And still hungry for more at the same time because it's girded with your truth that outweighs any lie, my Lord. You are Lord. Hear that from a greater place today. This day, you are. I feel. I hear and I see. Having a feast shot of the preparation, the gospel of peace. Everywhere I go, peace follows me. I don't command peace to be still in a sense that I have it to leave me. But that declaration comes from knowing that whatever I declare and decree it be established unto me. The sword of the spirit. That cuts down any evil plot. Don't even think to come my way. In this hour, this very hour, I have a greater sense due to wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you want us to be educated on what happens in all three worlds. What's going on in heaven right now this hour? What is the sound unto heaven right now this hour? What is the activity? And not focusing on earth's reality in the earthly realm. The middle realm. Because I'm releasing the first realm and the second realm. And what I released in the second round due to us in the first round, it cast down every evil deed in the last round, which is beneath me. Demonic round. Satan only has access to the demonic round and the earthly round. He has no connection to what takes place in the kingdom. And that's why he's seeking what area in our life he can devour. Because he has no access to know what in the world is good going on. He can only see the good in us releasing that head. So that's what's going on. Operate in heaven's realities in all three worlds. That's being like you. That's being like you. Too hungry to not want to be. During this time that you take things out of our lives, it may seem as if 
our schedule is free. And then sometimes we come up with things to fill it up to do. But it's a perfect opportunity to sit before you because you're making a powerful move in our lives. See, if you didn't sit me down and have me to be quiet and listen to you during the last season that I just came out of, I wouldn't have known everything as to what I know now regarding who I am and what you say concerning me and my time of being here. So in order for us to receive fresh, new, we have to come away. In order to come away, you take things away that doesn't distract us from that specific place, which is a secret place in you. We dwell in a secret place of the Most High. You are our refuge. If I call you Abba in Hebrew, call you Dada, Kiswahili, call you Elohim, and call you by name in Aramaic, or even Greek, it doesn't mean that it becomes sufficient because I'm using a different language. You search the heart because the mouth can lie. But what's in the heart because we allow to be there. And it shows us what we open ourselves up to. So if I call you from a place of truth, calling you Abba, calling you God, you're searching to see because you already know if I'm aware of who I'm actually calling upon. I can call you provider, Jehovah Jireh. But still trying to take care of my own self. Because the world trying to throw on us. You got to take care of yourself, but you're not good enough. You got to provide for yourself, but you'll never make enough. You're different. You're an outcast, but be like everybody else. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what lies be spoken in this very hour. Longs that we embrace your truth and stand on that alone. That's what matters most. Because the truth outweigh any lie. I cannot call you my Jehovah Nisi, my banner, my victory, my refuge. My hiding place, my dwelling place, my oasis. And yet I'm trying to defend what's coming up against me. This very hour, we are desperate to be who we are as a new creature. So what is it to be a new creature? It's not to process to become. It's not to declare to become. It's not to work on to become. Is to become. It's an action word. Because it's scriptured. The old has passed away. All become new. All become. 
all become, all become, all stay right there, all. What's after all? Become. What's after become? New. So if it became new, and that is my now reality, then what am I trying to process? The old to become better? To fit into the new? When the old is passed away. That's why Paul said, the life that I now live, now, and his now come from the all. Things become new. During this time, I come against confusion. Because those who are not seasoned as others are seasoned can receive word due to having a spiritual hunger. And it can confuse. And you said in your word, 1 Thessalonians 5.19, using Paul to say, speaking about circumcision. And grace. That I see everything, I hear those who are trying to confuse my children. Leave it up to me. We will not know any longer confuse ourselves or one another. Sweetheart, I thank you for being here. Enjoy this encounter because I woke up to God saying, make a joyful noise. He don't just say that because he can. Every word that he says is put into action. Make a joyful noise. Why is the noise joyful? Because his mercies are new every day. Moving forward, becoming better. What is the new creature? Is it brand new in a sense that never existed? Indeed not. So we can't look at it in the natural and put it in a spiritual place. A new creature doesn't mean that it's fresh in a sense of it never been before. As if a brand new car could go in two ways. First created, that very day of, it's being made and formed and shaped? Or if it never been written, it's the first time that it ever got started, but it's been here all along. And that's how God is with us. The new creation, as a new creation, as a new creature, It's not something that we've never been. It's receiving that reality where we do belong. And we treat the new creature as if it never been. Because we're trying to use the old creature to process becoming better to fit somewhere where it don't belong. And that's why we say we're striving and trying and trying to live this thing right. But where does that put you've been made right? The outer ex 
exterior is saying that I benefit because of Christ. But the heart is saying, I still got to do something to get something that's so great to even happen to me. Because I see myself less worth of it even being concerned of me. Because that's the old mind. And in scripture, we cannot bring the old and the new. But it's possible to go back and forth with them too. Which is called spirit and flesh. And they are contrary to one another. If you just meditate and visualize how much it goes back and forth day to day with humanity. The new creature don't lie. It don't have to work on a positive attitude. It don't have to try to only believe. It don't doubt. It don't panic. It don't be afraid. So if I'm living that way, then guess what? What does that put the new? What does that put in his image that is of the new? What is jubilee? What does that put the restoration? What does that put redemption? If I'm trying to process what's in the past to bring a part of the future where has no part of me. What is a new creature? As Jesus is, which is as God is. Many of us still current around what the world has thrown on us. And that's all on the old man. The world can't throw nothing on the spirit, man. Because those who worship God must worship his spirit and in what? Truth. And God has given us what? A comfort of the, the spirit of what? Truth. So we have to really spend time when God give us this time in our schedules that's no longer cluttered when we say we can't even make time or take time, now we can. What are we doing with it? Because I'm sitting at home and ministering how God me to be. It don't mean I watch TV all day or try to find things to fit in that place. No, that's God getting my attention because he's doing something powerful more than I can ask or even think. So I have to discover what's already on the inside of me. The new creature. That's fully equipped. We have to know our equipment. Hallelujah. During this time, we cannot be confused. Don't allow yourself to be confused. Because you can hear a word from God, any way, shape, or form, concerning what you're processing. In the sense of He's taking you out to bring you into. Season upon season, everything he take you out of is not bad. Especially, you got to look at yourself as a new creature. So all the bad, all the old has passed away. So your transition gets from glory to glory, like he said in his word. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Good to good. Good to more good to more good. It's never going to ever be bad to good. Because your weeping days are over. That's the old man. Your joy is the new creature. Being sat down to shut up and feel like you don't belong is the old man. But a rising and shining is the new. Being in the back, being the last is the old man. But being made in the front, being brought to the front 
being on the front line is the new man. So we got to know what is the new man? Who is the new man? Who am I as a new creature? Because they don't look right. Don't sound right. It's not rejoiceful to say I'm a new creature and I'm still battling the things that the old man battled. When God said, take up the cross, carry your cross. And he's not speaking, you know, in a sense of direct conversation. He's speaking symbolically. Don't forget that. Don't forget what my son has afforded you. Don't forget the purpose of the cross. He did it for every single one of you. So pick up that encounter that you read about, that you teach about, and you walk. You walk with knowing that I so love you that I gave him and not have to give you. See, in the old covenant, animal's blood wasn't satisfying unto God. Because if it was, he would have to use another blood. It just caused them to, okay, we're going to start fresh, okay. It's like you restoring your mind. You're rededicating your life. Every time you burn up an offering, God is not moved off the, the flesh being burnt or the smell of the flesh being burnt. It's the blood that's draining from the burning flesh. And it was happening too much in the old covenant. People think, okay, we're going to sin and then you, we, we, automatic, we automatically, excuse me, going to grab up some animals and make a burnt sacrifice. That's like people saying today, I'm going to sin and repent after I do it because I know I can get away with it. That's why Paul also stated, because you under a covenant of grace, a law of grace, doesn't mean you can forget your godly character. It doesn't mean run wild. Because it's not behavioral based anymore. That's like when kids go to college. They run wild majority of them. And not in a bad sense. It's just that I'm out of my parents house. I'm on my own. I can, you know, I ain't got their supervision over me so much. I feel good. It's not always thinking that you're going to a party to drink and get twisted and wasted. No, it's for like I'm not under that much supervision. Now I can feel loose. To even study, I feel loose that no one's always on my back. I can eat what I want, go get my food. I can, you know, I have my way of doing things on my own while I'm here. But don't forget all of that word that's been imparting you before you went to college that your parents sold into you, raising you in the way you should go. That's what Paul is saying. Don't forget the teachings, don't forget your godly character. Don't forget to walk by faith. Don't forget to love your neighbor. Don't forget. God is showing their responsibility. God's responsibility by him stating his word. I so love the world that I gave. <laughs> That's his responsibility. He gave. His only begotten son, not his only begotten son and Quenisha, his only begotten son. Because if my blood can pave the way, he would have to send his son. So I cannot use the virtues of God in a sense that I did anything in the natural to put me in a place to say that I earned it. Grace 
is not earned. I cannot sit myself in the flesh in a sense that I walked with Christ in the earth when naturally I wasn't even here yet. Even though supernaturally before the world began, I was always here. So we can't confuse what's of the flesh due to natural encounters and what's of the spirit which benefits us. Hallelujah. So during this time, don't be confused. Because, for example, God said, give you a testimony. These words going everywhere. I got a word. Some of you are married to someone you shouldn't be married to. God is never going to send a messenger in any type of way, shape, or form to give you the message for the first time. It's always confirmation. It's always confirmed. Because God is always the one who releases it first. But how great is it that we only need to hear it that one time and believe and receive Abraham is a friend of God, even though we all have made natural mistakes, except for Christ here. But Abraham only had to hear one word from God. He didn't go around, are you sure? Well, let me hear it again. Let me make sure I'm hearing right. And let me tell you why we do that. Because God is answering right now. Because words be thrown out to everybody very respectfully and very passionately. Because everybody in a place is transitioning to something. Something good. Something new. And the old got to go away before the new can arrive. So my new may not be your season of new. But we may receive the same thing but not at the same time. Or my old could be what your new is. And my new could be what your old was. So when I got that word, which was actually confirmed, because God was already, he always speaks to us, speaking to our hearts, speaking into our spirit. That's why we guard our heart. Because outside of it are the issues. We don't guard our heart. So the issues won't come in. We guard our heart so the words of wisdom don't leak out. And God confirms what he already said because you know when you're not doing something right. You know if it's wrong and we just be so stubborn to keep on doing it. I knew that merch wasn't going good. I tried to make it right due to pride that the world threw on me that I caught. Don't admit that you made a mistake. Keep trying to work it out. Hide it. Cover it up. Make the best of it. Don't tell anyone. Keeping all that discomfort within because of what? Pride? So God will always speak to you first. No, it's not me. Because you can feel it's not right. It's not God. And then God has sent a messenger to confirm it. That merch that you in, many of you murdered somebody you shouldn't be married to. Wow. They go to conviction. In order to be converted, you must first be convicted. And not to be condemned, but to admit. Yeah, it's not right. Because once you admit, then God can finish the process. When we lie, 
when we try to cover things up, when we try to hide what's already exposed, it doesn't help us at all. Instead of adding, it actually takes away from an opportunity for it to manifest. But thank God for restoration. So I felt the conviction. Wow, that message for me. But if you're not careful, you can become confused because somebody else in the room can go work for them. You stay in that marriage that God has called you in. Now, if you're not aware what God is doing in you, you can become confused thinking that, wait a second, which one is it? Leave or stay. But you have to know what God is saying to you by what he's doing to you because he's confirming it how your lifestyle is. Because he's going to back it up. If that merch not for you, he's going to have it where you want to be somewhere where you're not engaging with someone he don't want you to. And it's happening so smoothly and blessings is coming out of it. And you feel so free and deep. You feel so open. You feel good to be honest with yourself for a very first time in so long that you can admit, yeah, it was wrong. But guess what? We've been made do it for a night with joy in the morning and he made all my wrongs right. It feels good to say, Lord, forgive me, because it's greater that's coming with this repentance. Outcome connected to my repentance. Deliverance connected to my repentance. Healing connected to my repentance. And God backed it up. When I made the decision to get out that marriage, he backed it up. He come a new place. He come a new way of living. He go favor being granted. You got to watch what you say. You can't say it's going to be worse. You can't say how my life going to be. You can't try to figure out anything. You got to allow God to be your provider. If he your Jehovah Jireh, which is your provider, then let him provide the way he already provided for you. That is his provisions over your life when he already spoken concerning you. He already saw it. You just said it for the very first time in the natural. But when you think like God, see like God, live like God, demonstrate God, you will see that it already happened beforehand. You can see beforehand before you come upon you come on church we always say praise the Lord church yeah let's praise the Lord and do not forget his benefits we benefit when we praise the Lord that's why we praise the Lord because of the benefits we cannot confuse natural Encounters with fleshly encounters. And let me talk to you about this subject. Like Paul greet you, like any other great leader greet you, so do I. With the love of God. The characteristics of God is the fruits of the Spirit. Those are God's characteristics. And as a new creature, we are also. The new creature is the real you, basically. It's not you in a sense, in a form that you've never been before. It's you being who you truly are. That's why the word says your identity in Christ. You can only be identified as a new creature. You can only see as a new creature. 
only be when you know you have became a new creature. I'm not working on being a new creature. I'm not sitting here strategizing on how to remain as a good steward or remain as a new creature. He said you became once the old has passed away. So here is my true identity in Christ. Here is the knowledge of God. Here is the wisdom of God. Here is the weight of God's glory upon my life. Here is the might of God. Here is the hand of God. Here is the presence of God. Here is the miracles. Here is the signs and the wonders of God. During this time, you may look like, or it may look like, or you may have been said to, that you're not doing enough. It don't seem like, but listen, I'm going to tell you something. Quick example of me. I'm referring to myself, actually. Because I never had to sit down in a quiet place so long, but still go out and minister. Because I'm used to being, please excuse me for that. I can't mute that alarm. And this is the time I actually supposed I got up. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Had no idea last night when I set this alarm, I'm going to wake up so full and be at the time I got up to release. But God did. That's why it's so good to be available. I'm a, that shows you that I'm available. I'm on here before the time I set for me to get up to be on here. How God spoke to me last night. But didn't tell me everything. You don't have to. That's why you got to be hungry for wisdom. Be alert. Wisdom say, seek me. Be alert for me. I'm looking for those who are alert for me. I'm alert, wisdom. And I'm referring to myself because I was like, God, I've always been on the move. Always been on the move. This state, that country, this neighborhood, this community. And God said, I need you to really discover who you really are and what you're determining to do because you don't even know how powerful you are and how I'm about to use you here. So you need, to, you need to sit down in my presence, gain more knowledge, become more educated as to who you are as a new creature. Because the more confident you become, the more passionate you become, the more passionate you become, the more bold you become, the more bold you become, the more you demonstrate. Without being afraid. Anytime we become skeptical. Because fear is present. Doesn't mean they have nothing in you. Because fear is present. And it's testified all in the Bible. God would say something. And many of us try to talk ourselves out of it. Why? Because we feel like we cannot do it. That's not how God sees us. If he can do all things. So can you. Never forget the likeness in the image. And now God has shown me today why he had me to do what I've been doing in here. Because now I see how powerful, oh God, Jesus God. I see how much he builded up his character within me. Receiving wisdom, receiving the knowledge, gaining the understanding to know how to stand. You got to come away with God to know how to stand. 
and not stand on your neighbor's back or stand beside your neighbor in a sense. No, you got to know how to stand alone on the word of God. I'm trying to tell you. Many of us so quick to call somebody not saying not to. And God is trying to deal with something with you. Trying to build your confidence. But you want to get off of somebody else's confidence. You want to grab hold of somebody else's strength. God strengthen somebody else's. No, you have the strength of God as well. You have the power of God as well. Come alongside with me and I'm going to show you who you are. That's why it's called a personal relationship. Personal. I was so hungry during that time when it was happening. Nothing could do during that time that I was going through that divorce. Nothing. Many was like, you're not crying? It's like the worst part in time of your life. You're smiling. You're praising. You're giving thanks. You're giving a word. Because the old has passed away. All things become new. My weeping days are over. My joy is here in the morning. I have arrived and I am shining. I can fulfill what God has sent me here to do. I am smiling. I am celebrating. And all of heaven is celebrating with me. Why should I frown when I have good news? I am so glad that the Lord has said unto me. Come on. I am so glad that God so loved me. Hallelujah. So know when God is talking to you, when a message is being ministered or sung or any type of way, shape or form is being released in your presence. It may be around the same topic and when you, you know, go through the process of receiving the transition due to the greatness of the outcome that God already saw beforehand. And prepare a way of an escape for you that you always win beforehand. <laughs> You're already an overcomer beforehand. It could be around the same topic, but saying the opposite, but it's for somebody else and not you. So don't be confused. Which one is it, God? Take the house. I just had a word you said take it, but you know, I'm hearing that, you know, don't take it. That word wasn't for you. God always confirms what he says because he placed people, things in your path to back up what he said. Christ went to God, lifted up that food, and then he thanked it, and he blessed it, and God backed it up by what? Multiplying it. Jesus, we asked him to be our Lord, and he backed it up by what? Being it. Because we what? Seeing it. God always back up what he says. But it got to be what he says. But if we meditate on, we are a new creature. We have became a new creature. So we got to really stay in God like never before with that theology. And don't allow it to escape us. I am new. My thoughts are always fresh. My thoughts are always of God. My ways are always of God. I don't have to continue to repent for saying what I know I shouldn't say beforehand. I shouldn't be entertaining my flesh because I knew. 
So my process is not me going from the old to the new when all became new. It's me discovering the new that's already within me. That's why God said you fully equipped. The old man is not equipped. The new man is fully equipped. But the old iron don't sharpen the new iron. No, the new creature as a new creature. Your iron sharpens my iron. You know why? Because we know we have an enemy. We got to stay in this reality. We in the earthly realm, but we still got to tearsly remember, remember by recognizing and listening to what Christ, what he said in scripture, on earth as it is in the kingdom. But how wise is it? So much wise to make a decision to seek God first. Because when you have God, everything else is added. I don't want things added. And then we'll call on God with these things to come. Hallelujah. So during this time, it's not the sense of I don't really have nothing to do, so I'm going to find out things to do. No, it's God has to come away with him. Father, what do you have for me to do? Let me read more. Let me pray more. Let me make more confessions. You know, I became a better, an even better mother. How can I be a better mother? Let me talk to you about, we just, we both transitioned. We both was in that line because he went along with me because I'm responsible for him. So I got to be careful to raise this child the way he's supposed to go. Because where I go, he go also. Hallelujah. Seriously. So we had to come together and we still pray and believe God and thank God for everything. Now I see God wanted to tell us everything. Now he showed me how I'm benefiting from doing what he had me to do. Which is a lot of the time sit down and meditate in his presence along with ministering on, you know, how he had me too. But it's not more so on the move as I was before. Because this time when the final move, it ain't going to be no stopping then. So enjoy getting to know who you are. And I don't just say, but God wants you to begin to love who you, you know, discovering. Love who you really are because the world kept trying to tell you to hate yourself. You don't like yourself. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. But you as a new creation know that you are more than enough. You are a masterpiece. You are sitting on the hill. I'm not looking on the outside, but God give us beauty for our actions. I thank him for Feel so good to know the truth and admit that I wasn't a lie. Because guess what? Those burdens been removed. It feel good to have them removed and you can feel the weight off of your back. And that's why my sleep is so sweet. But I can't sleep all the time. <laughs> you know, I slept like a baby yesterday and I want to do the same thing today, but I had to stir myself up. No, not today. I'm not going to start no new habits. You got to command your body. No, get up. Praise. And God was sending angels to back it up. Make a joyful noise. I can't make a joyful noise going back to sleep. <laughs> you understand? The characteristics, the characteristics of God is the fruits of the spirit. The virtues of God is his might, is his power, is his strength, his glory, his grace, and his mercy. Those are the virtues of God. And God in the hierarchy has an angel of virtue. Right alongside with the angels of principalities and the angels of power. But the angels of virtue 
are the ones to release God's strength, God's power, God's mercy, God's grace, God's favor. <laughs> oh God, I'm fucking, I need to sit down. <laughs> and the thing about it is, the virtues of God are released unto us only because he loves us. We got to stop thinking that or stop putting parables when God is speaking directly. God said, don't confuse my people. We can't. I won't. You won't. We are not. It should always be childlike understanding in the room present. That everyone leave with a clear understanding. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5.19, be clear-headed. Don't be sleeping at night with those who be drunk and the drunkards do. And he's not referring to alcoholism. He's referring to not being focused. Be clear-headed. Be alert. Be open. Be available at any time because you don't know the hour and the time when I'm going to visit you to transition you in the natural to manifest what I already spoken to you. So be alert. And at the same time, while you've been alert, be holy to know at any time. At any time. See, an immature person walking in the old man will be like, okay, I'll keep putting my hopes up, but nothing happens, so I'm just going to wait till something just fall upon my lap. But as a new creature, and those who are away, you're a new creature, you still seek it at any time because it builds up your faith and not have your faith to fall. You understand? In the flesh, I did not come in the earth 2,000 years ago. To become sin and to bear sin so you can be free from it. God did not send Quenisha nor any other vessel who ever been created and will be created here in the flesh to be crucified on the cross to release the free gift of salvation. Because in the word God said, I so love the world that I gave my only, that means one, be God and son. That whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. So I cannot put myself in the natural what Christ did. But I can put my, myself and place myself in a spiritual realm because he did it for me. And he did it for you. So all the benefits are afforded unto us. Because of God's love concerning us. So when it comes to grace, when it comes to favor, when it comes to mercy, when it comes to power, when it comes to all the virtues of God, strength, might, it's because he loved us that he gave. Even though we are seated in heavenly places, that's a spiritual invitation, not natural we're still here in the middle round, but releasing heaven here. So we cannot confuse what's of the natural and what's of the spiritual. You understand the spiritual things. I cannot say that I earned the sit where Christ is. No, God so loved me that he gave his son for me. So because he came in the flesh, I can't say I came in the flesh. I didn't. 
But I can spiritually say, like Paul said, the life that I now live, due to what he did on the cross in the flesh, now, because he took the keys back of death, now I have life and more abundantly according to God's word. So the life that I now live is unto Christ. I can't put myself in a sense of my blood being poured out with his because God communion is based upon symbolizing his blood and not his and mine. Neither the bread symbolizes his body. I didn't give my body, but my body benefited because he gave his in the flesh. So when it comes to grace, I got to see grace based upon his perception and not mine in the natural. And it also goes according to mercy, favor, might, power, and strength. That's God's responsibility. That's his virtuosity to show his responsibility as our God for us as a creation. But we can only receive that as a new creation. And what I mean by that, when you know who he is, those who come must know that he is. So me as walking in lies wouldn't have came to him. Because me walking the world way or trying to do what he does. Thinking that in ways that I am him. I am my own provider. I am my own healer. I am my own comforter. I'm going to use a substitute, a coat to comfort me. I'm going to use music. I'm going to use substances. I'm going to use people. I'm going to use lust to comfort me. But when I'm walking as a new creation, by acknowledging God, putting my attention back on God, I know that he released a comforter for me. Because of one nine, we were made sinners and in the flesh we weren't even here yet. And because of another mind, we were made righteous. The first man is of the flesh. The second man is of the spirit. We cannot confuse. Sometimes some of us feel so good to speak over and against someone else's message. And that's not the heart of God. And the sister try to tear down because we feel so good in the flesh to say something contrary to a message that God spoken through a messenger. We have to know and stay with that knowledge that we are new. So stay with the thoughts of God. That is the new. Brand new, meaning fresh. His mercies are new every morning. It doesn't mean that it's being created again and again and again each day by day. No, it means it's fresh. It's better. That's what it means when he say new creation, new creature. You're better. You're better. That's why he say double portion. That's better. That's more. More is better. Beyond measure. That's better. More than what you can ask or even think, that's better. You are better. You became better. Not new in a sense of trying to comprehend that you have never been used before. You're just discovering who you really are. As better. And we're better with him. We cannot put a price on something that's free when it comes to theology. And I don't mean that, fathers, and resourcefully. I mean literally what I'm saying. In other words, don't say what God don't have us to say. 
And then try to back it up as if he had us to say it when we know what's coming from the flesh. If I spoke in my flesh, you would know it is. Because it don't have no value to say what I'm saying to you. The flesh talks with limitations, hesitations, agitations, frustrations. But the spirit talks from knowing because of the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding. I release that we begin to, you know, fill up these baptismal pools much more. Even though we do take communion and we renew our mind, but it's nothing like having that encounter to get in that water and be dipped in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Being baptized is the same as renewing your mind every day. Something that you just you know, it's okay to continue to do. Starting fresh, starting over. And not in the sense that in the, from the beginning, over. No, starting fresh. Brand new start. Let me not say start over. Let me say brand new start. Because starting over is in a natural sense. Man, you got to go all the way back and do it all over again. And you never do because he always start where he left off. Hallelujah. I love how Holy Spirit can correct us in the midst of giving a message. Okay, thank you. You understand? So when it comes to the virtuosity of God, it's just because he loves us. Spiritually, I'm seated in heavenly places. Like the mother sent her two sons to ask Christ. Ask to sit on his right hand side. Ask to sit. He says, not mine to give. Why would you want to sit beside me? When my father sent me to sit on his right hand and because of what I did in the flesh, you sit where I sit. So why do you want to sit somewhere beneath where you belong? In other words, why don't you ask to sit where I'm sitting and not beside me? Because in the word it said we seated at the right hand of God. But not because we did anything in the flesh. So I can't say grace is earned to me and see myself in the flesh as what Christ did for concerning me. That's confusing what happened in the flesh and what's of the spirit. I benefit spiritually because of what he did in the flesh. And to remember what he did in the flesh, we do communion. God saw another blood that had to be done for him to be satisfied and it was his son. His son in the form of flesh, which is himself in the form of flesh, split image of God, poured out his blood. I thank God that he written it for him to be crucified and not sacrificed. You understand? Even though he gave him for to be an ultimate sacrifice, but he did not have him to be sacrificed like the old covenant style. They didn't surround him with branches and figs and laid him at the altar like God had, you know, Abraham to do Isaac. You understand? They didn't burn him. They crucified him. 
And like Paul says, and then you have a great person like you says, the life that we now live, we're speaking from a spiritual sense. When Christ died, we died. Why? Because he died for us. We didn't die for him. He became sin for us. He knew no sin. So I can't say I never knew any sin when God said because of one man we were made right. We were made sinners. And because of another we were made righteous. So when it comes to us releasing about God's virtuosity, grace, mercy, power, favor, might, strength, it's because he loved us. It's for free. Now, when it comes to our effort, it's spiritual, but it benefits us naturally. You know, when I use my faith, it causes God to release what I'm believing him to do. But I don't use faith in areas that is not supposed to be used in a sense, believing God for something he never said. And that is also possible. That's why he called it his plan in and through his will, in and through our lives. And that's why he also say, I will grant you the desires of your heart according to, according to his will. So we can't just use our faith for any old thing. But if those who is as, of, in, excuse me, those who as Jesus is, as a new creature, you will only see what he says. So you wouldn't see outside of that. To even ask him for something that he never said. Those who wait on the Lord, he will and shall renew your strength. Wait on him to do what? What he already said. And not what I'm saying that he should do. Which he should have said. So during this season, during this time, this final hour, we have to daily make a decision. A valid decision. Is it going to be Christ's blood? Or is it going to be biological blood? We have to make a decision because sometimes we're not even aware. We're choosing family and saying we're walking with God. God had me to make that decision at five, and it was very quick for me to do because God always introduced us to the truth and that exposed every lie. He don't expose the lies first because the truth supersedes every lie. So he told me I, I never lie. I'm a man. I'm not a man. Excuse me that I shall lie. I'm always there. What you can do, I can do. What I can do, you can. You are in my image. You can do all things through Christ. You are of love. I am love. So all these things at five years old, I'm gravitating to in a childlike understanding. So I'm able to identify what is the opposite. So that was an easy decision. Yes, God. Me or your family. You. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I don't do anything with them. I don't love them. I so love them that I chose God first. God so loved us that he gave his son for us. That is an effort to understand, effort to believe, effort take steps of faith, effort to walk in love, effort to faith not, effort to give forth for praise, effort to call upon the Lord, effort to know that the Lord is Lord, effort to know he is your refuge, effort making a joyful noise, effort to sharpen iron, effort to not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the evil one. Effort to be slow to speak and quick in the ear. That is effort. An even exchange. Here I am, God, for all of you. That's effort.
So we have to really, really pay attention. Who are we as a new creature? Christ-like. So if I'm not thinking what Christ's saying, if I'm hearing words that's coming from other people, that's not what Christ says, it's not words of love or wisdom, then why would I continue to engage? If God take things out of your daily schedule because he's about to add in some things, if he's taking people out of your life because he's about to add in some things, some people, some connections. Just like when you go on a job, quickly speaking before I get off here, there are ranks up to a job. There are ranks up in hierarchy. It's always ranks to something. You go on a job, you got a manager, you got a manager assistant, you got a supervisor, you got, you understand, headquarters. And we have to follow proper protocol. But sometimes the protocol is not in order due to the connectivity flowing successfully that you got to go all the way up to the headquarters. You got to skip all of those. But some people can disconnect the connectivity where you can't even speak to anyone to address a matter to make matters better. So you just got to be patient and let God do it. Because we are not our Jehovah Nisi. We are not our own banner. We are not our own victory. Hallelujah. We can't renege with our covenant that we made with God. God put a ring on my finger last night. And I mean a huge ring because can't nobody outdo God. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Put the entire gem on my finger. And then here come Christ putting another gem. And then Holy Spirit in the form of a dove putting a gem. It's so amazing. There's no going away from here. There's no escaping this reality. Because he already prepared a way of escape for me to receive this as a reality. Because I have the ability due to what Christ did in the flesh. I never did. So I thank God for his grace, his unmerited favor, his undeserved favor. Meaning I didn't do anything in the flesh. Not saying I'm not worth him doing it. Because I am worth it. How can I say I'm not worth his favor if he said I'm the apple of his eye or the hairs on my head is numbered? I'm a city on the hill. I'm his masterpiece. Yeah, I'm worth God having another plan. Yes, I'm worth the end going down to the beginning. Yes, I'm worth him sending his only begotten son, but I didn't earn what I am worth. <laughs> That's the difference. Receive those words of wisdom today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that goes to save for mercy, might, power. You receive the might of God when what? When you need to exercise your authority. You receive the strength of God when you're what? Your weakest strength is made perfect. Now you're able to stand and become much better at a thing. The mercy of God. There's nothing but God's divine, you know, compassion. Releasing you. From a thing that you feel like you could have had a different outcome due to the behavior, but it's him sparing you. That's the mercy of God being spared. The glory is the weight, the essence of his presence that sit upon you. The favor. It's everything good being granted unto you. 
the power is a virtue, the weight, the everything of everything of God being released unto you to bring forth great change. You can break it down in so many ways. The virtues of God. But it's my time. Greater season of.